Broadcasting live and worldwide. Here's Brody Brazil. Logan, I know this is a difficult situation heading into a year with so many uncertainties, like where you guys might actually play your home games. And I realize training camp is in Arizona on the road to start. Uh, just curious, the, the uncertainty, what's the biggest disadvantage if you have to stay away from San Jose? And and maybe on the flip side, like, is there any potential upside that you could see out of this? Oh, yeah, there, there is upside. Absolutely. Um, time together as a team, we're going to be uh, together a lot in the hotels, on the road, probably to start the season. Um, you know, and, and we're used to doing that in San Jose. We usually start with an East Coast road trip in our, our first few weeks anyways. And, um, you know, when you're successful on that first road trip and you, and you come together as a team and you play well, then you uh, are, in our past, our trajectory has, uh, has gone up and we played well as a team through through the whole season. So we're looking at the positives. Um, obviously, there are a few negatives where um, families are, are back in, in San Jose or, or in guys, other hometowns. Um, so it'll, it'll just be us. We may get sick of each other from time to time, but uh, <laughs> we're going to have to, to learn to love it. Really that team bonding is going to take place. Like you say, quicker than most other seasons. Um, speaking of comparing seasons, I mean, you've been around for more than a decade. It's hard to, hard to believe that by the way. Um, but in all your years of being a shark, like before you guys even played a single game, so many people had you penciled into a playoff picture and contention in that way, and I got to be honest, it, it's hard to say, but so many people right now are, are penciling the Sharks out of this. I'm curious how that affects maybe the psychology of your group, potential motivation. How do you see it as as one of the leaders? Well, the way I mean, the way I look at it is, I think 2016, before that season, we just coming up came off missing the playoffs. I don't think there are many, you know, pundits or or people on uh, sports channels that said, "Oh yeah, San Jose is going to make the playoffs." And right. that that year, we went to the Stanley Cup Finals. So. It can be done, um, you know, as long as there's belief in the locker room. And uh, I think this year for us, we've got a lot of proof, a lot of players as a team, as an organization to prove that last year was uh, was not us. Uh, we're a lot better than, than we showed last year. <clears throat> Obviously, a lot of things didn't go our way. Uh, our coach was fired. We had a lot of injuries. We didn't play uh, up to our ability. We had a tough, tough start to the season. So I think our goal into camp and uh, speaking with Doug and, and our coaching staff is we're going to have a very, very good training camp and we're going to be ready from, from the drop of the puck in game one. Uh, we can't let what happened last year happen again. So I'm excited. Uh, you know, it's going to be a quick training camp. I think we're going to have 13 days or 12 days on the ice, no exhibition games. So guys are going to have to be dialed in every single day. And uh, from talking to guys and skating with a few of the guys out here, um, guys are already dialed in. So I'm excited. I'm going to skip questions. That was actually one of the things I also wanted to ask about. Like you mentioned, 13 days of training camp, and you guys actually have more than than most of the teams who are down to like you know nine or ten total days of being together. No exhibition games. I know that's that's a lot to ask to go to go from basically zero and and who knows how much skating's going on to playing an actual NHL game at that speed. Not necessarily just the Sharks, but across the league, if, if you could predict some trends, I mean, is it is it going to be a little rusty at first? And, and also, is there any concern about uh, guys ramping into the season the right way from a health perspective? That's, that's a good question. Um, you know, we, it's different for us uh, as one of the seven teams. We haven't played in, in nine months, ten months, yep. um, but that means we're fresh. Right. Uh, so in that sense, it's been a while. Uh you know, I think if in training camp, our coaches are going to have us play some some inter-squad games where 
the intensity is going to have to be high. Um, guys are going to have to finish checks and pretend like it's a preseason game to get ready. Uh, the other positive is everyone is in the same boat. Everyone, whether you want to stand the cup um, or you miss the playoffs like us, it's been, you know, six months since the last hockey game. So I don't think anyone's going to have an advantage in that sense. Um, it's up to each individual team to prepare themselves and, and be ready from the start, start of the season. For us, it looks like it's January 14th in, in Arizona, and uh, a lot of guys are, are excited. I think our whole, whole, whole organization is very, very excited to get going. Hey, I know you're a baseball fan. Uh, certainly, I spent the last summer watching the Oakland A's do their thing. And, and in talking to a lot of players, Logan, I mean, who are going through exactly what you guys are about to go through, uh, professional sports outside of the bubble, like what hockey and basketball did last summer, um, a couple things that, that were overall themes for everybody. Number one, it was a very difficult season to pull off. The guys felt um, like it was mentally challenging and it was just physically exerting. And the other thing was, accountability. They all talked about how it was very important that the entire team bought into, we're playing it safe, we're all going to follow the rules and do the right things and obviously hope for the best. How do you and your teammates, how do you see yourself mentally preparing for this and executing what you're about to go through? Yeah, it is going to be tough. I mean, uh, you know, you may look from the outside and say, what are these guys talking about? You know, you get to stay in nice hotels, right. eat nice hotels, but uh, it's a lot of alone time, a lot of time away from from loved ones and, and families. You know, that's guys that have, you know, new babies, young kids, dogs, long time without seeing them. So it'll be tough. Uh, we'll have to lean on each other. Um, I think the organization will will probably have, you know, people to talk to if we need need them. Um, but the big thing is you got to lean on your teammates and you got to be there for each other. Uh, life brings a lot of different things. And uh, when you're, you're away from family, um, unfortunately, sometimes things happen and I think uh, if we're all there for each other, we can get through it. Uh, physically, the, the, the positive is is the schedule that, uh, you know, we'll have some some games two or three in cities where we don't travel a lot. So we'll cut down on our travel and we're, yeah. not going, we're not going to the East Coast. We're not going to Canada. We're staying in our division. So our travel won't be as bad as it is in a normal season. So that'll give guys more time to rest. And, um, you know, I think our guys, uh, we realize that it's, uh, it's going to be difficult. We have to stay safe. We have to be flexible. Things change. I mean, we're all, we're all big sports fans. We watch every other league and we have watched football and, and baseball and seen the games that have been postponed or canceled just because of a few negative te- or positive tests and a few guys making mistakes without wearing masks. So you have to be vigilant. You have to be prepared and you have to be flexible. I like the way you threw in missing your dog, by the way. That was, that was crafty. It was quick, but I caught it just, just so you know. When you got a new dog, you, you got to throw throw the dog in there. I can also relate to that, too. Hey, last thing here on, on the hockey perspective, um, you talked about the schedule that's coming out, and I think we all know it's obvious uh, there's going to be series of games. Um, you're not just flying into one city for one game. You're, you're going to spend multiple days and play multiple games there. I really think that going back to normal life when we get there, this could be a great thing to carry over from, from two angles, a strategic standpoint, like – how do you play game two differently than game one when you're more familiar, almost like a, a mini playoff series. And the other thing is fans are going to love this. I mean, can you imagine the buildup like San Jose and Las Vegas back-to-back games, how, how game two is really going to go? Yeah. I mean, in that aspect, I, I really hope at some point this year we can get fans in every single building safely. And I think it, the fans add so much to, to our sport, to our game, uh, the atmosphere, in a, in a hockey arena during an NHL rival, rivalry is, is unbelievable. So 
hopefully we can get some fans back this year at some point in all buildings. Um, but yeah, this is, this is an idea that has been talked about for the last little while. Um, Jonathan Taze brought it up a few times that the NHL should think about putting the baseball type schedule yeah. for us just because it cuts down on travel, cuts down on wear and tear for the guys and it, it, it builds excitement for the fans. And I, th- I, I agree with them. I think it's a, a smart idea. Uh, who knows if they're going to go back to traditional schedules in the following years. But uh, I think if, if this year goes well and, and players enjoy it, I think the players may try and push to, to keep it permanent. You're a busy man, and that's why I appreciate the time, not only getting ready for the hockey season, but also your own endeavors, Logan. And as part of Couture39.com and all the work you've done in person every summer, the all-in for brain research a charity casino event. I, I really can appreciate the reason that's behind that and the way that you go about trying to raise money. But another part of that that I want to begin with is the Loco Hazy IPA, the Hoppus yeah. Brewing Company in San Jose. They have you depicted on a beer can, Logan. I imagine of, of billboards and magazines, everything that you've been on a beer can is a new one. It is. First time for me, actually. <laughs> the uh, The idea started about eight or nine months ago. Um, my business manager, Jeff Fisher, and I were discussing, you know, what we could possibly do to have my charity casino night in London, Ontario, um, during a pandemic. Right. And obviously it, uh, it wasn't going to work. Um, we looked into too many different things, whether it was getting a tent and reduce the, uh, the people that came to only invite frontline workers, et cetera, but just didn't want to put people at risk. So we decided to pass on it. And I brought up the idea of, uh, of maybe partnering with uh, my favorite brewery in my hometown of London, Ontario, Forked River, with uh, a beer that I enjoy. Um, and the proceeds will go towards, part will go towards my brain research charity, and another part will go towards Kids Sport Canada, which will supply kids that can't afford to play sports, um, whether their parents lost jobs during the pandemic um, or they just can't afford it will help pay for them to play, whether it's hockey, soccer, football, et cetera. And Fish, to his credit, jumped right on the idea, took it to Fork River. They were unbelievable partners from the start. They they created the beer. I put in some input and, on what I wanted in it, and uh, they knocked it out of the park. Um, and then we decided to ask my favorite brewery out here in, in San Jose, Hoppas, if they could uh, if they could brew some out here to to sell. And Fork River sent them the recipe, and uh, they also knocked it out of the park. It's uh, it's unbelievable. It's delicious. Um, so I'm very very excited about it. So you can you can benefit two ways. You can help a good cause, and you can also just enjoy a beer at home during a pandemic. So so you have done the taste test. It's Logan have, approved. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's great. It's uh, we originally it was going to be about a six point five to a seven percent uh, IPA, but we lowered it down to five five and a half percent. So it's not not as bitter. Um, <laughs> Full of taste. I think you'd like one, Brody. I, you know, I'm a triple IPA guy, Logan, but I think I can step it to a, a single IPA. You know, I... what's what's going on with the waistline? If you drink, <laughs> oh, the chirping is in good form. I like it. No, I hate hazy IPAs are uh, are are a specialty here at the Brazil House. Like we we awesome. really enjoy those. Um, so you mentioned that you're you're getting involved not only in the, the brain research and i know concussions and hockey unfortunately have gone together for so many years and it's so important that we continue this research but you're also kind of digging in the other area of mental health right now you mentioned kids that cannot play sports during this pandemic it's widely understood why there's some limitations what do you personally think is the effect on 
you know, a young person missing out on team camaraderie right now and how maybe some people just can't see why that's a, why that's a big deal. Yeah, honestly, at Brody, it scares me. Um, you know, I grew up playing sports and that's how I made all my friends, my friends. I, I have friendships from, you know, my nine year old hockey team that, that I still have to this day and keeps you, keeps you out of trouble. Um, it, it, it teaches you so much about being a, a teammate, being a good person, sacrificing hard work, dedication. Um, you know, it's kind of like school, but in, in sport, you, you really love every single class where in, in school, you may only love a couple. Um, so it's tough. I mean, I, I feel for, for kids right now, it's, it's difficult, you know, driving by a, a hockey rink and there's no cars out or, or in the summer when I was driving by soccer fields back home and they were empty or baseball fields. Uh, it was tough. Um, you know, we hope that uh, helping out with, with kids sport in Canada, that they can help out some kids that uh, will desperately need the help. And last thing here, I know you're also going to have the auction going on at Couture39.com, which don't be confused with LoganCoutureFanClub.com, which which you know I own, awkwardly enough. I've heard. Um, <laughs> Couture39.com, though, is where you're going to have a wide variety of, of things to, to obviously uh, purchase via the auction. You get some great stuff out of there and all that goes to uh, support this cause as well too, right? It does, yeah. We're going to have uh, some beautiful um, paintings done uh, by an artist in, in our hometown who uh, I actually have one of his his paintings of me uh, hanging up in, in my London house. They're beautiful. I went to the same high school as him. He's a little bit uh, older than me, but he, he does some tremendous work. Um, and some pox jerseys, different things. I think the auction is going to begin on the 26th and it'll run maybe a week or uh, I'm not exactly sure on the dates right now, but uh, check it out. Go to the website. Um, you know, if you have some money, I know times are tough right now, right. but uh, it, it is all going to a very, very good cause. Well, you trust Logan Couture on the ice. Definitely trust him in these endeavors too. Uh, it's all going to go to a very good cause. Logan, best of luck, obviously this season. I know we'll be in touch, but uh, it's going to be it's going to be fun in a lot of ways. I know it's going to be difficult, and I know fans are just happy to see you once again. Yeah, we're going to enjoy it, and uh, every day is going to be uh, something different, so I'm looking forward to it. Thanks for having me, Brody.